it's um it's great to be back guys um how's it going lucky loaders yeah not too bad been really busy the last uh, few weeks started uh, some work with uh, the press association so i'm writing all those race reports and if you're following them i, I apologize uh, for putting up a few losers but yeah uh, away from that yes yeah, been good and yeah looking forward to this weekend's action putting up a couple of losers is uh, definitely relatable for uh, myself and uh, paul callahan uh, more, more probably the latter um paul callahan uh, he, he loves uh he loves a short press loser but anyway yeah it's good to uh, be back um on the podcast you know we've all been quite busy um so we're going to focus on uh, saturday's action at ascot um, we're going to look at four races. The first one we're going to look at is the 150. Um, it's the six furlong Princess Margaret Keeneland Stakes Group 3 for Phillies, uh, Class 1. And we'll start with um, Lucky Loaders. Um, who do you like in the, the first race we're going to look at? Yeah, I, I thought this was quite a tricky puzzle to work out. Obviously, you've got all the form contenders at the top of the market, but there are some likely race fillies in this lineup. And I thought I'm going to take a wild chance on one here. Miscalculation for Sylvester D'Souza and Becky Menzies. Now, you wouldn't normally associate Becky Menzies, who I think is a fantastic trainer, a dual-purpose trainer. She's got a string of flat horses. She's more probably known as a jumps trainer, but she's very capable on uh, both codes. But this horse, uh, Miscalculation, won uh, first time out for her at Doncaster. And it was a very impressive uh, debut effort, I thought. I uh, was really good and assertive in the closing stages. Also, as well, is by Profitable, a uh, first uh, season stallion, and he's really starting to make a name for himself. And I just think it's interesting that they've decided to have a crack at this race. There could be some rain around this weekend as well. Um, so if there is a bit of ease in the ground, that's going to help miscalculation. But I was just really impressed by the way she did it. She wasn't unfancied as well on her debut. I remember watching the race and not long before the off she was cut to 20 to 1 from uh 66s so yeah it, it, there was a lot of money around for her that day she's quite a big filly from what i've seen as well um yeah i think she's an underestimated one in here and sylvester d'souza as well is a really interesting jockey book in so at a bit of a, a massive price i'm going with left field selection and i think miscalculation uh definitely got a, a strong each way claims she, she was very impressive on, on debut uh, miscalculation. Um, there was money for her on Betfair as well. She was clipped in, I think she was 100s, 120s at one stage, maybe just before the show came in and she got smashed right in, so there was money for her. Um, 25 to 1 on the sports break right now. It seems a big price. Um, I think that's mostly down to obviously the trainer angle, maybe not renowned for in, in this sort of class, but at the prices, um, you could easily see this one filling the places at least. So, I mean, I think wouldn't be surprised if this one maybe goes off even shorter on the day. So um, Lucky Lula's keen on a miscalculation. It's currently best price available, 25 to 1 on the Sportsbook. Mr. Paul Callahan, welcome back. What do you like in this one? Thank you. It's great to be back. I like Nazanin for Archie Watson and Holly Doyle. Nazanin was a winning favourite on Racecourse debut over six furlongs at Newbury back in June. That victory came on soft ground. And incidentally, Nazanin posted it a pretty respectable time. I think the time of the race, bear in mind that it was on soft ground, race course debut, the time was a little under four seconds, slower than standard. She's opened to plenty of improvements. Slight question mark, obviously it's only her second start. She's taken a, a fair jump up in class here, but could prove vulnerable to one of the more battle-hardened runners in the field, those with a little bit more experience. But I'm going to take a chance on Nazanin for, for Archie Watson and Holly Doyle. 
she was strong in the betting as well on debut. Um, obviously, you know the Archer Watts ones do do get smashed in, but this one was really strong, especially on Betfair all day. Um, done it easily in the end. Um, so. Paul Callan's keen on Nazana is currently seven to one in the sports book. Uh, Lucky Loaders is with uh, miscalculation twenty five to one. Um, I, I thought system um, looked looked difficult to beat here. Uh, Richards had I, th- I think this one done it well last time out at Newmarket on the July course. I uh, got there. I got there in the end. Um, it's only twenty two to one. Uh, it's five to two unfortunately this time out. So uh, system for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're swapping roles here, Paul Callahan. You're not in our favourites, you know. But let, let's see. Let, let's see if you can get the winners now. Yeah. We'll see if we can switch that as well. Yeah, that's right. That's right, right. wonderful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, moving on to the next race, right? The 225, uh, it's a one mile straight Porsche handicap class two. Um, three year old zero to 105 handicap. Paul Callahan, where's the winner? I am going to go with Guru for John and Daily Gosden. Oshi Murphy gets the, the leg up here. Guru was second at Ascot last time out. Sole success came on debut over seven furlongs at Uri. This is only his fifth start, little mileage on the clock, and Skuru is my selection with blinkers back on once again. I'd imagine can't confirm it, but would Oshie Murphy have got, had a choice to ride Mystery Smiles for Andrew Balling? I'm not sure. I know Sylvester de Souza rides the fantastic box, but with, with Andrew Balling having a runner in the race, I would imagine Oshie Murphy could have had a choice, but obviously can't confirm that, but he, he partners Guru here. So, Guru for me. Yeah, um, Murphy's absolutely flying right now as well. Certainly not, not a negative. I think it's almost quite like, like the racer field. Lucky last time I pulled down a neck. I think for sure Adam Kirby was on board that day. Um, you've got £2 for that. It's still be competitive. Um, I don't think the ground would be an issue um, either. Paul Callan's keen on Guru. is currently 11-2 on the sports book right now. Uh, lucky Loaders, three with in this race. Yeah, an uh, interesting race, but I do agree with uh, Paul here. Um, I think Guru, just at the prices, is the way I would like to place. Quite an open, trappy race, I thought. Um, but Guru, I thought, was really interesting, benefiting from that gelding operation last time out. He didn't look the most straightforward of horses, but he's bred to be better than his mark of 90. I thought it was a really eye-catching run when he was running on really strongly at the end. He's actually bred to get slightly further than this as well. Plenty of horses in his pedigree. Uh, uh, got up to at least a mile and a half and even further um, so it's a family the uh, the connections know well it's one that John Gosden knows well and I think he's better than his mark of 90 and Oisin Murphy as well uh, going great guns had another good day today at Sandown I, I do think this uh, this one could take all the beating and uh, yeah I'm wearing him a full I think 11 is a big price just unfortunate there's not um, 8 runners for the free place on the sports book so I'd probably, I think this one's absolutely nailed on to be in the three. I mean, I'll probably place in the additional place market. Um, I'll be, I'll be very surprised if Guru goes off eleven to two on the day. I think this one could easily go off around seven to two, three to one, and could potentially go off favourite. Um, ticks a lot of boxes. So, um, Paul Callan, lucky little both keen on on Guru's currently eleven to two um, on the sports book for Hugh Murphy and John and Fadi Gosden. Moving on to the three o'clock seven furlong Moy and Shandon International Heritage Handicap Stays Class Two for three plus lucky loaders. Uh, who are we on in this um, absolute minefield? Yeah, uh, wide open handicap. Um, I actually have won this race a couple of years ago with a horse that's running in here, and I'm going to be going with him again, and that's Raisin Sand for Safi Osborne, claiming five, she's riding for her dad. This horse absolutely loves Ascot. He's considered to be an Ascot specialist. 
and the key to him is normally a bit of juice in the ground and we are likely to probably get some rain this weekend as i mentioned earlier um at ascot so he should have conditions in his favor ever since he won that race at ascot a couple of years ago he's just been a little bit high in the weights he got as high as 109 which i just think was such a tall order for him but he's now down to a mark of 100 and he showed some good form last time out when finishing a sixth in the buckingham palace uh, stakes at royal ascot he was on the wrong tra- side of the track that day he was on the far side and I, i'd rather be in the middle to high preferably on the straight course i don't know why that is but it's always the way that i've i've liked to see my horse uh race i, I don't know what that is but uh, it's just something i tend to favor but raising sand he's yeah he's getting on and he's a nine-year-old but safi osborne she knows his horse very well I imagine he'll be held up for a late run. And I think uh, it's around about 20 to 1 I've seen out there with some firms. Probably get extra places on the day as well. I think he's a solid each way bet. And who knows, he might be good enough to, to still retain all the ability to go and win this. does have to reverse the form of a few others, but um, I'm willing to take a chance at that kind of price. Yeah, big price on, on the sports book at the moment, currently 20 to 1 um, for Jamie and Sophie Osborne. Um, it's dropping down in the weights, won this race 2019 of 103. Um, if you take Safi's £5 claim into consideration, you're only off 95 here. So definitely could, can be competitive. Um, and sort of looking at the last three, four runs, it looks like it could potentially have been laid out for this race. Uh, so Lucky Loader's keen on a race in Sands, currently 20 to 1 on the sports book at the moment. Uh, Paul Callahan, um, who are you with in this one? I am going to side with William Hagestrain Aldari with Tom Marquando. Aldari, incredibly, has been sent off favourite on all of his five starts. He is three victories from those five starts and was fifth of 28 in the Buckingham Palace Stakes at Ascot last time out. And I don't he shouldn't be far away. Okay, this this one's currently a 10-1 chance on the Betfair Exchange. It's more, more of your price, isn't it, Paul Callahan? A bit short for me now. Yeah, yeah, a bit short. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but this this one looks like a, a potential improvement as well. Off, off 104, um, only a three year old. Um, there was 14 to 1 available earlier on today. That's quickly gone. Um, it's currently a 10 to 1 chance. All daddy on the sports week. So, Lucky Loaders is keen on reason side 20 to 1. Uh, Paul Callahan's keen on all daddy. Uh, 10 to 1 currently on the, on the sports book. And moving on to the last race we're going to look at. Um, it's probably the most interesting race of the weekend. Um, and one of uh, Lucky Loaders' favourite horses is running in this race again. Um, as you can imagine, I can see him uh, absolutely seething right now. Um, and that we're going to look at the 335, the one mile four, uh, King George, uh, group one. Um, lucky loaders, you know, you know what I'm going to ask you here, and which horse I'm going to talk about. Yeah, um, love. Yeah, are, are you on or are you against her? I'm against her, and I think she's too short, uh, in the betting here. I think this is actually quite an open, uh, King George, and to me, she's still got one or two questions to answer to prove that she's. The, the best around. Um, I thought it was a, a great ride by Ryan Moore when she won the Prince of Wales. Probably isn't her best trip. You could argue that this trip will be in her favour, but Ryan Moore got it perfectly that day. He got out to the front. He set slow fractionals just to get the others out of their comfort zone, and he just outstayed them all on love in the end. It was a good performance by her that day, uh, but she needs things in her favour. She needs quick ground. If if the rain did come, I would be worried uh, for love. I, I'm, I am concerned about her. And also as well, I don't think she's beaten what I would call a top-class 
uh, Group 1 format. I know she beat Odaria, who is a Group 1 winner, uh, last time out, and she only just got the better of her. Um, but it, I'm not talking like she's beaten like a neighbor or, or a true great yet. Um, and I'm not sure if you can say that any of these are, are true greats. They've got the potential to to be very good. So uh, Wonderful Tonight has. She's an interesting contender, and she'll be hoping that the heavens do open. Mishri, I'm not sure about him. Um, he was well beaten um, in the... Uh, in the in the quarrel eclipse, you know, he, he 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 had every chance there and St. Mark's Basilica was way too good. Um and I think his best form has been abroad. Lone Eagle, in my opinion, is the pick of the three year olds and is probably the way I would just about play. Thought it was a cracking run in the Irish Derby. I think he certainly would have been a player at Epsom if he had made it. Lone Eagle gets that three year old allowance, but three year olds and last few years have found this a little bit difficult um to go up uh, and win that form of the Irish Derby has worked out well though with Hurricane Lane and Wordsworth going first and second again in, in the Grand Prix de Paris and I, I wouldn't completely rule out Broom here you know he's he's been knocking on the door quite a lot this season he's not finished outside the first tooth uh on all his starts this year so he's definitely probably the informed player we know he's fit he won't mind a bit of rain and I do think his best trip uh, is this distance. He would have re the the form to reverse with Wonderful tonight, but I think he's twenty to one in places. You know, I I just don't think this is a penalty kick for Love at all. If I was pricing her up, I think sh she should be at least as um, big as two to one. You know, I I just think that yes, she's the best around, but I don't think the middle distance division is the strongest this year, or it hasn't been for the last couple of years. Um, and uh, yeah, I think I I just I just don't think that you can say love is a dead cert here, and uh, that's why I'm keen to take her on. And I think some of the others at the prices do appeal. Winner, place Lee. Lucky lovers. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't place Leia because she could finish second. You know, it it that and she could be good enough to beat all of these. But for my money at six to five, I wouldn't I wouldn't back her. I'd just be happy to to let her run. That yeah, that's price. fair enough. I, like, I do understand your angle. She hasn't really run, she hasn't run against the boys yet. Um, and also, you've got Adi here, currently a two to one chance at the moment, and is receiving a decent amount of weight as well, being a three year old. Um, I think she's too short as well. She's five to four in places, love. Um, visually impressive, but I'm, I'm not, not convinced how, how solid the form is. Um, and Lone Eagle as well. I mean, that was a, an absolute ridiculous run last time out. Um, but will, will I be able to reproduce that run? And that's my only concern. Do you think maybe took a bit out of Lone Eagle that, that last time out? That would be a slight concern. Sometimes these classic races, the Derby, they can be, excuse my next door neighbour's dog there, but these the um, dogs out. is my next door neighbour's got the windows open, unfortunately. But yeah, um, I do think that sometimes these classics, they are difficult um, for, um, for, for these three-year-olds to then come and take on the older horses. We've not seen a Derby winner in the last few years really assert himself to go on. You know, they it's kind of been their yeah. career high. Same with the Irish Derby as well. You know, I, I just wonder if it leaves a mark on them. And that's why I said Enable was the last three-year-old to win this race um, a few years ago now, back in 2017, when she burst on the scene. And obviously, she got that, that Phillies allowance as well, which was so enticing with the three-year-old allowance. So, yeah, I do think the, the, the younger... 
Colts coming into this lineup, they just might find it a little bit of a shock to the system. I would have loved to have seen Hurricane Lane take his chance here, but probably a little bit too soon after his win in France last week. But um, yeah, you know, they've got to respect them. They've not done anything wrong so far, but that is a concern that you do have at the back of your mind. I think at the prices right now, I mean, if love goes off in about around 1.8, 1.9, I think, I think five to four the field looks a bet to me. Yeah, I, I think... I think I would rather back, like I said, there's a few others in here that do make appeal at the prices. And like I say, I think love should be no shorter than two to one. But You can make a case for all of them, really, even the outside of Broome. As you say, I think Mishra could, could bounce back as well. Uh, wonderful tonight, of course, the distance from Oshin booked. Um, that could potentially run a huge race as well. Yeah, exactly. You know, I think it's hard to rule out a line. It's a, it's a good race. You couldn't ask for any, any more horses, really. Maybe Hurricane Lane is the one. You go, oh, it's a shame he's not in it. Obviously, one or two others as well. Um, but most of the major players are here, you know. But like I said, I don't think it's a particularly strong division. I still think it's up for grabs. Um, and yeah, I, I don't. I think Love still has to prove it against its, uh, some top quality rivals, you know, at the highest level to prove that she's all that. Um, we've seen it with Snowfall this year. Obviously, been very impressive, but... She was only beating listed animals at best, in my opinion. And 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 even though Love did beat some of the boys last time out in the Prince of Wales, they weren't top-level Group 1 performers. That's what my argument is. And Ryan Moore won her the race that day. So, she yes, she's a popular horse, and I can understand why a lot of people have literally fallen in love with her. But at the same time, with my sceptical hat on, I, I do... I, I do find a lot of flaws in her still, um, you know, and I think a bit of ease in the ground, a better field, it, it just might find her out. Yeah, we all know Lucky Lunas is going to be laying this winning place on, on Saturday. Well, let's be real here. Paul Callahan, um, are you with Love or are you against her? Uh, I suppose at the prices, you'd be looking to take her on. It's not, not a race, I don't think it'll be. Full House, Full House on the pink button. It's dangerous yeah. stuff. It's. I don't think I'd be. It's a race I'd be getting involved with financially. Um, I think it's one that I'd just be sitting back and and enjoying. Love, like you can't fault her. She hasn't been beaten since October, two thousand and nineteen. Um, at the prices, I wouldn't be backing her. Adair Adair was good winner at Epsom. William Buick takes the, the hot seat on Saturday afternoon. Mistriff is joint highest rated in the field with Love. But if I had to have a bet, his, his form, is, as Chris mentioned, his, his better form to date has been abroad. So if I had to have a bet, I would side with Lone Eagle for Martin Mead and, and Frankie back up. Was it a cracking run to finish second in the Irish Derby? You know, question marks again, how much of a mark, if any, has that left on, on Lone Eagle? We won't know on Saturday. But, um, and also as well, he had the run of the race at the Cora and still didn't win. So there's always that. You know, Hurricane Lane... Ran and got shuffled back, probably was two or three lengths further back than, than where he wanted to be. Um, and was came off the bridle, had to be shuffled along just before the half mile point, I think, just to hold his position. So Hurricane Lane could have had all the well, certainly an excuse had he got beaten. Um, whereas Lone Eagle, Frankie, give it, give the horse an absolute peach, I thought, at the Cora, give it, I don't, there was nothing else Frankie could have done, in my opinion. Um, and he still didn't win so there's that argument as well but if I had to have a bet it was a cracking run all the same even though he did finish second 
um, if I had to have a bet, it would be Lone Eagle. But I think it would be just this is just a race that I, I personally would be just sitting back and, and enjoying. Currently, five to one chance on the the bit or the, the bit for the sports pick at the moment. Um, seven to one earlier today. I'm just thinking how this race is actually going to be run as well. I mean, I think Broom can Broom can go forward sometimes. I think Lone Eagle's chances will be centered around if Frankie can get a, a cheap lead early on, slow it down because there's a few in here are often keen travelers. Um, I think Broom will go forward. Uh, Mistress Wonderful Denial will sit in behind and potentially Frankie will try and pick it up and, and steal it from the front. I think that that, that, that would be Lone Eagle's best chance here because uh, you know Love's going to be held up away at the back. Yeah, but you're not going to have the same, you know, Fra- Frankie's not going to have that same surprise factor, I suppose, that he had yeah. at the Cora, you know, where he grabbed the race by the, the scruff of the neck at the half mile mark around just, just before they started turning for home. Um, he was absolutely ideally positioned. I thought throughout, so he he won't have that surprise factor. I think if he go if he does go to kick, there's going to be some of the lads that'll be will be hot on his tail. On his tail. How how do you think he will be? Right? Do you think he'll just try and hold, take a take a lead off Brim then? Yeah, I think he will. I think that's that's what he did at the current. He went forward. Pacemaker, he didn't. Yeah. I think at the and the derby, I think nine of them went to go forward initially. Yeah. And uh, like, but then the. Typically over here as well, like they, they went mad for about the first furlong or so, and then it just steadied right up. Like Emmett McNamara's mount in the derby was, um, I think, missed the break completely. It was definitely sluggish away from the stalls and was last at one stage. And Emma still managed sitting three or four lengths off the leader. So he did. Um, like they, they went, the blitz about nine of them went forward, and then they just steadied it right up then. And Frankie got a great position, kind of second or third. So I think Frankie will do the same. I'd imagine he'll, he'll sit. I, I don't think he'll make it, but I, I'd imagine second or third again. All right, okay, so the boys, Loaders and Paul Callahan, both keen on Lone Eagle, uh, currently 5-1. to one. Um, And obviously Chris likes Broom as well, a huge price at 25-1, to one. could easily be a decent saver there. Um, for me, I think if Love goes odds on, it'd probably be a probably a, a win lay for me um, at the price. I think if you can get around five to four to field, I think that, that's good value, especially the quality of animal in this race. Yeah, so that wraps up um, the four races we're going to look at. Um, it's nap time. Uh, I can see Lucky Loaders getting very excited. Lucky Loaders, nap, nap this week? Yeah, I'm going to go with miscalculation in the, in the 150 at Ascot. Like I said, I just think um, there was no fluke about it on debut. She was really impressive. She's a bit of a price... I think it's obviously still an open picture in that division still. And I, I can't see why she wouldn't run well again. I think the track will suit. Ground could be in her favour as well. Lots to like. Yeah, uh, why not? Miscalculation. Yeah, 25 to 1. Uh, lucky loaders. Uh, miscalculation. Paul Callahan, what's your nap on Saturday? I'm going to side with Guru as the best bet for Saturday. Oshie Murphy. Can't confirm, but I'm going to assume that he could have rode the, the other horse. The, the balding train runner, Andrew Balding's runner in the race. But um, I don't think Guru with the blinkers back on, I don't think he'll be far away. Okay, 11 to 2 uh, for Paul Callahan, Guru. Um, sort of sitting on the fence between his usual shorties and his big price, 11 to 2. Well played there, Paul Callahan. Um, yeah, I, th- I think my nap for this week, I'm, I'm quite keen on, um, I think I think it will come down to love for me if I'm going to have a profitable weekend. If she goes odds on, I'll, I'll be laying her in the win market. Um, and if she, if she does, I'll probably leave her alone. But yeah, now that wraps up uh, the selections uh, for this week. Um, it was good for us all to get together again. I know we've all, we're all quite busy um, with, with our jobs and other work that we've got going on at the moment. But let's just hope we can um, get a couple of uh, 
winners for the listeners um get some on the board make some profit that's what it's all about but yeah listen um listeners if, if you're still quite keen to get involved make sure you subscribe um to our podcast on apple soundcloud spotify um give us a rating as well give us a review um and we're going to try and be more consistent again with, with the podcast but as i said we're being very busy um, with work um outside of the podcast but yeah it's been enjoyable guys um thanks for your time um, and we'll be back soon